Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's that special time once again for the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. And it will be airing live momentarily. This is that place to ask those special questions about PCs, technologies, with your computer, iPhone, and those smart devices designed to work at home and in the office that's supposed to make life easier. We welcome your questions tonight. And please help me welcome the CEO and founder of the J. Moore Connection, Inc., and the star of tonight's show, Mr. John C. Morley. Check us out more at jmor.com. Gentlemen, and welcome to another Jay Moore Tech Talk show. When I was thinking about what we should do for uh, tonight's show, it was actually coming to my mind actually on Father's Day. And I said, you know, we've talked about a lot of the programs, but there's a program that doesn't actually get a lot of recognition. Either people don't know what it is, they don't know how to use it. And that's a program called OneNote. Now, OneNote comes with 2000. 16 um, office, and um, the thing about OneNote is it is a place where you can basically take notes anywhere on a page. You can basically get organized, build a little notebook. You can add sections. Uh, It's basically, think of it like an electronic filing system where you can do all types of notes, etc., and then you can share them with anyone, or you can also share them across Microsoft's uh, platform through what they call Share Through the Cloud. And that all gets done with your Microsoft account, uh, which, again, we had talked about. Anytime you have to install or register a Microsoft program, such as Office, the Office Suite, Home and Business, you need to have an account set up at Office. Um, basically, you go to office.com slash setup. Again, it's the same as setting up a Microsoft uh, Live account. It'll all work the same thing, and it's the same account. So let's talk about what we always do in the beginning, which is going from the very top uh, and then working our way down. As we've been talking about this the last few weeks, I think you're starting to get an understanding that Microsoft has tried to make the software somewhat intuitive, even though the features may be a little different. So we have to file ribbon. And remember, when we click on the file ribbon, it's not really a ribbon. The file we always talk about is actually a menu. So you have your info, you have your new, you have your open, your print, your share, your export, okay, um, send. We've talked about send before, send an email page, send as attached, send as a PDF, send a word or send to a blog. And then we have our options section, okay. And the options section here, we have general display, proofing, save and backup, send to OneNote, audio and video, language advanced, custom ribbon, quick access toolbar, add-ins, and trust center. So in the general, we basically have the general options for working with OneNote. You always have the username and initials, which gets set up when you create Office. It actually takes that same uh, name that you put in there and and populates into all the username um, areas in the uh, general setting. We go to display. We have options such as place OneNote in the notification area of the, t- of the taskbar. Uh, provides a quick shortcut for taking screen clippings and creating quick notes. So what I want you to think about when you think about OneNote is OneNote is kind of like an electronic 
cutting or scrapbook. It's kind of in a very basic sense. Um, you can create all new pages with uh, rule lines. Uh, you can dock uh, quick note windows to size of desktop. You can have page tabs appear on the left, show floating new page button. Uh, navigation bar appears on the left. Vertical scroll bar appears on the left. Show, show note containers on the page and disable screen clipping notification. So that's on display. We have proofing where we can do things uh, basically on the case flag repeated words, and things like that. Save and backup, very similar to the way it worked in Word, Excel, and PowerPoint, so I'm not going to go through that here. Send to OneNote, um, email messages, always ask where to send, meeting notes, where to send, contact where to send, but you can change these preferences to current page, to the new page, to current section, or set a default location. Audio and video. When playing linked audio and video, rewind from the start of the paragraph by the following number. Five seconds, five would be the default. Device, uh, default device, okay? Or you can choose, like mine has the microphone array, Realtek array. Uh, then you have the input, master volume, the codec, which by default is the Windows Media Audio Voice 9. And then you also have the Audio 9.2, and then you have the Windows Media Audio 10 Professional. Then you have the format 12 uh, KHZ mono. If you're going to be doing, um, you can do 16 kilobits per second, uh, mono, and 20. Now, notice that all these are mono, and it goes all the way down as low as 4 kilobits per second at 8 hertz. And the thing about this is that it's not meant to be stereo because when you're talking about clips and blogs like that, it's not going to be in a high definition. So this way it doesn't need to have stereo quality sound or anything better than mono. The language we've talked about, language of course, I'm not going to go into that. We have the advanced section. Um, again, I'm not going to really go into that. It's basically going to show you some things that you can turn on, turn off, such as editing. You can uh, set things up like calculate mathematical expressions automatically. Uh, link notes allow creation of new link notes. Save document snippets. Disable scratch out gestures while, while you're linking. Um, use pressure sensitivity if you're using a pen, pen pressure sensitivity. Automatically switch between linking, selecting, typing, and panning. Enable automatic hand, handwriting recognition. Uh, Email sent from OneNote. So again, then we have the advanced. We have customized ribbon that works like it did before. The Quick X toolbar work like it did before. The add-ins just what we can do, and the Trust Center. So very, very simple. But I just wanted to spend a minute to go through that. Okay. Now, if you look the next, the next ribbon, if we will. So remember, if we hit the Alt key, you remember that it actually will um, display the letter. In our case, Home would actually be H. But remember, it's not always going to be H or the first letter of the word because there may be some conflicts, and it might be in some cases it might be M or it might be something different in the words. So yeah, that's why it's handy to use the Alt key to hit Escape, and it turns that off. So I'm going to click on the Home um, menu, which is going to bring up really the Home, the home ribbon. I'm going to call it. Uh, so we have Paste, we have Cut, we have Format, we have all these we have all these great little things. And what I'm going to do here is I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to create a brand new file. Okay. I'm going to create a brand new notebook. And I'm going to call my notebook name Create Notebook. And now I have an electronic notebook. You notice I have something here that says Section 1. I can actually click on there and I can click on Rename, maybe instead of Section 1. Maybe I'll want to call that uh, my table of contents. Maybe I'll want to call that my preface. 
Uh, in most cases, or maybe it'll be your legend. If you want to explain certain things um, that mean other things later on in the book, you can use a legend with symbols. So for the purpose of this, let's say we're going to do a recipe book. So I'm going to put in here appetizers. Okay. And I'll click on the plus, and I'm going to go ahead and click on um, so our appetizers. And then I'm going to say we're going to have our salads. And then the uh, next thing I'm going to say we're going to have is we're going to have our entrees. And I'm doing this very easy, ladies and gentlemen, by just clicking on the plus symbol. And you'll notice that each one has a different color, which, again, is very, very handy. Uh, the section color can also be changed, but it automatically gives you a different section color, which I think is really I think is um, If we want to get fancy, uh, we could do things like intermezzo. We'll just put dessert for now. And there we are. So now I can, I can have a very simple, I have my tabs. So I have my home tab. I have, uh, we have insert, draw, history, review, and view. So we'll get to this in just a little second. So I'm on the home, I'm on the home tab right now, and I'm right now I'm in appetizers. Um, let's just say, for example, uh, that I found a, um, let, let's just say I wanted to go on the web, okay? And I'm going to search for, and I'm going to go to like Food Network, okay? Foodnetwork.com. Uh, doesn't really matter where you go. I'm going to go there, and I'm going to just type an appetizer. Um, okay, appetizer. I'm going to pull up a picture for one. And I don't know, maybe feeling like an appetizer. That's one of my favorites. So let's pull that one up. And it's actually called the baked brie. So I'm going to click on it. And here I see a nice picture of the baked brie. And here I have the prep time, and I have the directions and all that great stuff, and I have the ingredients. So I can come down to my OneNote icon here, and you're going to see this little end. Now it says New Quick Notes. I can right-click on it. If I was to click on OneNote and I just click on New on the Quick Notes, it would allow me to add a Quick Note, and then I could just move that in. But right now, um, I'm going to go ahead and click on Take a Screen Clipping. So that's the same thing as Windows Shift S, and then you notice you have uh, OneNote icon defaults, new quick note, open OneNote, take a screen clipping. So you can set it for what you want it to be. So I'm going to click on take a screen clipping. And then I have my little ball, my little cursor, and I'm going to highlight the area that I want to screen clip. Okay. Select it, and then it says where do I want to put it. Well, I'm already going to put it in my section, and it's actually going to go into appetizers, and I'm going to send it to the selected location. Now, when I go back, voila, I now have a, um, let's say I have a recipe for an appetizer. So this is going to be like a very unique meal. So I call it a demo, but maybe what I should do is I should really change the name of that. I don't know. I'm going to go to properties, and I'm going to change the name from demo to my, or let's say, uh, let's just call it a special meal. Okay? And I'll say okay, and there it is. So let's talk about a salad. So let's go back to the website, and we're going to pull up, uh, I don't know, I'm going to type a Caesar salad. So I'm doing this now with food, okay? But you can actually do it with anything that you'd like. 
you can do it with uh, organizing if you're, let's say, into tools. A uh, gentleman can actually do it to organize their tools. Maybe they want to um, keep track of their project plans. And one way of doing this might be to keep an inventory of all their different uh, tools, and they can have different tabs that. Or maybe there is a project they're working on, and they want to put the steps together, and they can use OneNote to do that. So I'm going to go over here, and I'm going to type in Caesar salad recipe, and I have found one. I found a great one, and here it is. So I'm going to go to my OneNote, and I'm going to click on it, right-click, and now you see, see it says new quick note. I can change that to be a screen clipping. Now, here's the nice thing. If I change that and I click on here, it's defaulted to take a screen clip, which I think is great. So now it's already set to go. I can go over here and I can highlight my salad. And I have pretty much a simple little recipe. So I have that nice. I've got my bar, really, really nice and handy. going to let go of the bar. I'm going to send that to my, so that could be an appetizer. Or where, where is that actually going to go? It's actually going to go in my special meal, and then I'm going to pull it down from all notebooks on the bottom, and I'm going to put it in my I'm going to put it in my salad section, and I'm going to say send it to the selected location. Now when I go back to OneNote, I have my appetizers, and notice it's already on my salads tab. Very easy, very very simple. Um, one of my favorite things to have for dinner, um, I like to have. I have a lot of favorites, but I like uh, Beef Wellington. So let's go ahead and do a search for Beef Wellington. The ultimate Beef Wellington is the one I'm going to go for. Now, because I have set up my system in the way for defaults, I changed my default by clicking on that option there. Um, I can Again, I can right-click and then change what my default option is. makes it very easy, very, very simple. So now... Because I did that, whatever I click, when I click on it, it's going to automatically default to my to my option. So I'm just going to – now, if I hit escape, it automatically turns off that particular option. So that it would tell – so I'm going to click on it once. There it is. Now, there I have got my option. I'm going to take my Beef Wellington. Okay. And I'm going to pop that into my – place here called entrees. Now, you'll notice that I actually cut off some of it. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to do another paste because it wasn't going to cover the whole screen. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the entire piece down and I'm actually going to have to do this again because it, there, is a, there is a few spots to this. So I'm going to go back here to my entrees. Send it to the selected location. And now I'm going to go down, scrolling my window down. going to take it all the way to preheat is we're going to have like more of the instructions. And then I'll click on my OneNote again. Click on it. I've got my bar. Um, the one I'm doing here is a little bit uh, a little picky because it's pretty long. But just, just to giving you some kind of an idea of how this works. Now when I go back to OneNote, you will notice that I have... Uh, exactly what I put in. But one thing I want to caution you on is that when you do multiple pastes like this, guess what's going to happen? Okay. It will actually put them in order. So you have your first one, your second one, and your third one. So if it doesn't fit on the page, 
you can actually take things and, and you can move them. So just for example, let's say I want to take my second clipping, uh, and I'm going to come over here, and I'm going to say cut on that. I'm one, and I'm going to come over here next to my one clipping and control V it, and I'm going to paste it right in. I also could drag that clipping right on up so that my temperatures and my picture and the rest of my recipe is all together. Again, it's just a handy little uh, electronic scrapbook. Now, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite desserts is, um, I have a lot of favorite desserts. One of my favorite desserts, believe it or not, is um, banana foster. That's one of my favorite desserts. So maybe we'll make uh, uh, bananas foster, okay? And we're gonna do it. Uh, we're gonna do it New Orleans style. I have a beautiful bananas foster, and maybe all I want to do is just show somebody a picture of it. You know, maybe I just want to click on that, and now I want to take a beautiful picture, take the capture of that, and I'm going to send that right to my desserts, and away we go. So that is my uh, that is that is my that's my picture of that. And um, again, a nice. So now, if we want to get the ingredients, okay, we can actually click on the. Um, I'm going to come up a little bit because it was tells you about the history of it. We don't necessarily need that. All I want to do is, uh, it says it serves four. I don't really care so much about that either, but I'll click on my OneNote again because I've defaulted it, right? And I'm now going to make that nice and nice. I'm going to paste it in there. And I'm going to send that off to my Desserts tab. And by doing that, very easy, very simply, now I'll go back to OneNote, and now I've got my dessert. So I've got my appetizer, my salad, my entree, and my dessert. Very easy, very simple. And, of course, you could take something if you had it in the wrong order. And, of course, you could move around just like you would with Excel. You could take any of the tabs, move around. Maybe you had courses, and they weren't numbered, but maybe you wanted to move your salads uh, or you wanted your salad before your appetizer or whatever. You, you can do that. What I also like about OneNote is it actually puts the date and the time for when you did the clipping. So we just talked about the Home tab where you have things like fonts. And, and again, and again, you can insert so if I just was to come across this thing, I could type in my uh, first dessert. And here's the nice thing. When you put that in there, okay, if I click on the side, I can go in there. I can change things, okay? And kind of that happens pretty much automatically. If you want to get rid of it, you can just go in the box, or you can just click on the box and hit delete, and it gets rid of the entire um, object. So when you type something like this, for example, it actually adds a little box there, and then the box disappears when you click on it, because what OneNote really is is a electronic compilation of different objects that you're going to be getting electronically or composing, such as words. Uh, and we can also do this with videos. Uh, we can paste videos uh, right into one, and then we can share them. So why would you want to do this? Well, making a scrapbook is a little challenging, right? and you have to cut it. Well, nobody does that anymore. So what you can do is you can just copy and paste from different websites. And again, this is for your own benefit. You're not selling this and you never want to plagiarize anybody's information. But you're just doing this for the family and maybe you're just trying to put some stuff together to share with friends. And, and that's perfectly okay. Uh, but you're not doing anything else. And, you, and th these recipes are meant to be shared. But you know, don't go trying to publish this and say this was your work or something like that. It's just meant to really share things. 
So you have your home. You can even do things like there's a default heading category here to do important or questions. You can email a page if you want to email a page, and it'll take care of that for you. And if you say email page, it actually emails the page, and it'll say screen clipping, and away it is, and it puts it nice and neatly in your email, and it tells you when the screen clipping was taken and the actual time. Very handy. So, again, more into um, OneNote. We've talked about the Home tab, and this isn't really um, very complicated. Then you have Insert, where you can insert things like I could insert a table. And if I wanted to insert, let's say, a 3 by 3 table, just like I would in Excel, I would select it, and over there I have, and now I have a beautiful table. Okay? Why? Because tables are good. When you have to organize certain pieces of information, maybe you want to show a relationship, or maybe you want to show... Uh, some numbers, and a table just works out really well, or you want to organize things in groups. So tables work out really, really well. So that's in the Insert tab. So you have that. You can insert a file printout. This cool. So I could take a file printout of something, and I literally could pop it right in. For example, I'm going to go to one of my downloads, and I don't know, I'm going to pick a uh, – oh, I don't know. I'm just going to pick one of my uh, – one of my uh, – I'm just going to pick a picture here that I've got, uh, nothing crazy. I'm just going to take it here, and I'm going to stick it right here. I'm going to say insert, and it's going to take that picture, and it's going to insert it right in. So you can do that. You can work with printouts, and not only does it actually do uh, the, the attachment, but what it also does, an actual box showing you what the file is so you know what the file is. So I think that's kind of handy. Um, so you've got screen clippings. You've got pictures. You can add pictures. You can import, you can put spreadsheets, existing Excel spreadsheets, or a new Excel spreadsheet. So if you do an Excel, a new Excel spreadsheet, what it actually does, which is kind of cool, is it actually kind of loads the Excel spreadsheet uh, kind of right in. So it kind of takes use of the component of the Excel program without you having to really go into it. I mean, it already calls the functionality of it, but I just think that's really cool how all these things kind of fit together. So now you have uh, online pictures, online pictures. Uh, you can search for certain things. Let's say I was searching for, I don't know, I'm searching for swimming. So I could search for swimming, and now I found a picture of somebody swimming, and I could picture that, and I could just say insert, and away it goes, and now it's right um, it, it, it's right in there. So I'll just click on the box. I have to check it. I'll say insert, and it says okay. Okay, and it just, it just reminds you that, um, you know, these results, that they're copyrighted and that you should only use them um, you know, you're responsible for respecting of this copyright. So it tells you, it tells you that very, very easy. Uh, so I inserted the, the, the uh, copy, I'll insert it. So I've done that very easily. And, uh, I now insert a picture, a, uh, of a swimmer. Okay. So, you know, there's lots of handy things you can do with this. Um, you also can do things like record audio and we can start recording the audio. Um, we can do stuff like that. Um, you can do all kinds of creative stuff. Uh, you can get into insert and, um, do other things such as if maybe you want to record, uh, maybe you want to actually record a, um, a video and it looks like it's time for our first break, isn't it, Brian? All right, you guys stay right where you are because we'll be right back after this short break. We have so much more to talk about with OneNote. 
Have data that needs to be destroyed? Don't take a chance. Let the experts at the JMore Connection completely destroy and eliminate your data. For over 15 years, JMore has been helping companies all over New Jersey with data security, destruction, and IT needs. Call 877-767-5667. JMore meets federally mandated data disposal policy. Call 877-767-5667 now. And welcome back, everyone. Uh, I'm actually happy to announce, I know I had talked to you a little while about this, uh, that our corporate headquarters actually moved. Um, we have moved from Kinelon, New Jersey, to Franklin Lakes, New Jersey. And uh, getting to see a lot of great people over there, a lot of new faces. Uh, we love our new neighborhood. And I uh, just wanted to share that with you. So we've done that so we actually can serve our clients even better. Uh, we're located actually right next to the post office there in Franklin Lakes. Uh, we're not too far from that. So let's get back into OneNote, shall we? A little more about OneNote. So when we talked about the Insert tab, we have Insert Record Audio. You can record video. You can insert a date. You can insert a time, okay, very, very easily. It, when I did the Insert Audio, what it did is the file that I was actually recording when I was talking to you, uh, it was actually recording the file. I didn't put anything in the file. And actually, it dumped it right into my OneNote. So OneNote is a lot more than just an electronic scrapbook. It is a digital book that allows you to put pictures, video, audio, as well as clippings right inside um, your little book that you make. So we can insert things like page templates. Uh, a page template, we can look at what the page templates are. Uh, there's certain ones like for business, for academics, and we can look at them. For example, there's one for business. There's a project overview template, a uh, simple meeting template. And, and again, these are just different things that you can, you can use uh, just to make life you know, just a little bit easier. And uh, if you make a mistake, no problem. Just undo that a couple times, and we are right back to where we were. So as soon as you select it, it actually adds it right in. So that's important to know. But you always have that little friendly undo tab. So we can add equations, such as our friend pi. I'm sure we know pi. And we want to add the pi uh, anomial theory. We can add that right in here, and there we are. And it doesn't do anything more, but it's kind of more of a display, kind of something to show uh, a formula or equation. You can't read here. It's not where you can edit it, but it's a place where you can add the equation. You can add the equation. So a equals uh, pi r squared. We have the binomial theorem, we have the expansion of a sum, we have the uh, Fourier series, the Pythagorean theorem, a squared plus b squared plus c squared. We have the quadratic formula, x equals uh, negative b plus, uh, plus or minus um, the, uh, the uh, square root of b squared minus 4ac over 2a, divided by 2a. If we wanted to insert, let's see, the Pythagorean theorem, a squared plus b squared plus c squared, we could put it right in there. And uh, again, that's not a formula that's going to calculate. It's more of something as a representation. So if you're talking about something that was related to the Pythagorean theorem, you could actually put that formula in there. Just like we have in, in Excel, it doesn't actually calculate anything. It's just more of a representation symbol. So in the insert uh, ribbon, so we, ha we had the home ribbon, then we have the insert ribbon. Again, we have insert space, we have table, we have file printout, we have the file attachment. So I could do a file attachment particular um, file. Very, very easy, very, very simple. So it's our insert tab, uh, so the home tab was broken down to one, two, three, 
four, five, six quadrants, the clipboard, the basic tests, the styles, the tags, email, and meetings. You can also put meeting details in OneNote. Yeah. So it's a lot more than just a scrapbook, a lot more than that, okay? And, uh, again, I just wanted to let you know about uh, some of those things and, and, and how they actually work because I think it's fascinating how this um, program is able to do so much. I mean, I only started using OneNote not too long ago. And, you know, it's one of those programs that most people don't want to spend time to learn. They figure it's useless. But i got to tell you, it's pretty powerful. And if you spend some time with it, there's a lot of great stuff you can do and share with other people, right? So in the insert uh, ribbon, we have one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. The insert quadrant, the tables quadrant, the files quadrant, the images quadrant, the media quadrant, which is for online video. We have links. Recording, time step, pages, and symbols. If we go to online video, here's where we can actually put a video address, um, such as from YouTube, etc. And we can go right here to click on view supported uh, videos, insert online videos right into OneNote in 2006. Very, very easy. We can support Daily Motion, uh, Office Mix, Sway, uh, Vimeo, Vine, and YouTube. Uh, that's quite a bit, quite a bit of formats that they support. One, two, three, four, five, six. Very easy, very, very simple. So if you put a, a site in there that's not from that, that list, um, it will not be compatible and it won't work. It won't accept it. So that's the insert. So let's go over to draw, shall we? So again, we mentioned that OneNote is not about just you compiling and cutting like you would a traditional strategy. Because it's electronic, we can do things. Such as if I wanted to, oh, I don't know, let's just say on the, um, on the uh, I don't know, I'm going to go on the salad here and I'm going to put a little, I'm going to go to draw and I'm going to, I'm going to put a little bit of a yellow line here. And I'm going to put that right where it says mince three garlic cloves, or I'm going to put it right under the, right under the Parmesan uh, cheese or, or, the, or, the, or the Worcestershire. And it works just like a marker, just like a marker. I can undo that. Maybe I just want to draw, and maybe I just want to do it over Parmesan, okay? And if I want to come over to cheese, then I can just go to cheese. And I also want to—I uh, also want to let know where's where, your sauce. Now, if you don't have a steady hand, ladies and gentlemen, what's going to happen is just like when you use a marker, it is actually not going to go straight. So it actually works just as well as your hand is going to use the mouse, just like you would a pen. I'll make sure that I go back there to draw and turn off um, that. I can go to type, and it puts me back in my type mode so that I can edit things. So I can click and whatever. Now remember, if you actually um, put something in here, uh, for example, and you copy something, you're not going to be able to do anything with it because that's actually a picture, and this isn't doing OCR right now. That is something pretty handy. And, um, you know, I just thought it was very interesting to show you how draw works. So you can do draw in uh, red, you can do it in green, you can do it in teal, you can do it in pink. Maybe I want to highlight the word lettuce, and I've got a green highlighter. I'll go back to my draw, and I'll click on my type, and then that turns that off very easily. So the, um, the draw is broken down into four quadrants, pretty easy. You have your tools, your shapes, and then you have your edit, and you have your convert. So let's say I wanted to take, I don't know, my lasso. 
all right? And if I was to lasso something, okay, just like you would a lasso for um, um, a rodeo or whatever, and whatever I lasso. Now, if it's not text, guess what? It's not going to work. So just if you're doing it on a picture, it's just going to take the object that you're working with. So if you're not working with something that is an object, like tech, it's not going to work for you. So that's how draw works. So then we have the panning hand. The panning hand is just a way of moving things left and right. So I could take this whole screen and I can move it over to the left. Okay, right now I'm already over far to the right, but I could pan it to the left if I wanted to. What else is in the draw screen? Well, we have the color and the thickness. Here's where I can choose my highlighter. Maybe I don't want a highlighter, I want a pen. And maybe I want to do something with plum. So I'll say, okay. And maybe I'm just going to sign this over here and I'm just going to call it, uh, I don't know, I'm just going to call it something with a little wavy line. And I'll sign it with some, some autograph for a famous chef or something. So just giving you some ideas. There's some really cool stuff you can do. And that was in the color thickness. Now you can also get into shapes. Shapes works just like it did in the other application. Uh, there's nothing really crazy about shapes. So if I want an oval, I can stick an oval right here on my page. And it actually went to be plum. You know why? Because that is the color of my pen. If I want to change the color of my pen, I can go to color and I can go back to black. Or maybe in that plum, maybe with plum, uh, I don't know, maybe I want to put a, um uh, trying to think what goes good with plum. Uh, maybe I'll put a, um, well, not so much red. Uh, let's see here. What's going to go good with plum? Uh, why, don't we put, why don't we put some blue? Okay, so we'll say blue. And now what I'll do is I will find my tool to make, uh, maybe I'll make um, another shape inside it. And I'm going to pick a diamond, okay? And I just put a diamond in a circle. And I could actually move it around. Once it's created, I could actually move it around. I could come back to that diamond, okay? Uh, if I go back to draw and I go back to my type, I can click on that diamond. And I can move it around, make it bigger, just like you would anywhere else. There's, there's two little handles. So remember, you have to be in the type area to be able to select the object. If I want to select the outer object, click on the outer object, and now I can make the outer object a little bit bigger. If I want to make the inner object bigger, then now I can click on the inner object. Again, make sure that you are on the appropriate thing, which is going to be type, and then you're going to click on it. And then you set to move it around. It takes a little, little getting used to. And now I can make my diamond bigger to match my oval, okay? Uh, the tricky part about this is knowing when the mouse actually highlights because if you just try to access it and you move your mouse to it and you're on type, when it goes double bar, that's actually when you make, can you make it bigger. If there's no double bar and you just see like the, the up, down, left and right cross uh, with, the, with the, basically the four arrows on it, that's your indication that you can move your, your particular object. And because I created a, a um, oval, and then I create a diamond, those are actually two objects, okay? One object being the plum oval, and the other one being the uh, diamond. So again, very, very easy, very, very simple uh, to do, and I wanted to share that with you. So now you can do things like insert space. You can take your object if you wanted to. I could come over here, and I could rotate that object. I could rotate 45 degrees, okay? Um, may, I just did this on the diamond object. I can rotate 90 degrees. Um, I can rotate it 90 degrees again. I can come back. I can go another 45, and then I'm back to where I was. 
I can also ink to math, convert a handwritten mathematical expression to text. That's pretty handy. Um, it will take a, like I said, a handwritten, um, handwritten mathematical expression and convert it to write text. So it's not saying it's going to do, it's not going to do OCR the way you and I think OCR is going to work. Like, you know, you would type, you would, let's say, get a picture of something, and it's not going to work like that. This is going to take a handwritten mathematical equation that you wrote and convert to text because it's not as involved to do that as it is to do, let's say, um, into um, you know, like a picture into text. So this is kind of on the right, same line, but a little bit different. It's not as hard to do this, uh, but it is still specialized. So it's broken down into the top, the uh, we have the tool quadrant, the shape quadrant, the edit quadrant. And then we have the convert quadrant. And, also, and we also have something that says ink to text. Now, this converts handwritten. This one over here converts handwriting to text. Okay? So ink to math and ink to text. So handwriting to text. Um, it will actually read handwriting that you have typed or scribbled with the pen. And it will actually read that and put it into text. That's kind of cool. All right? Um, still not as powerful as OCR, though. Then we have history. So we have things like Mark is Red. We have recent edits. So you probably figure, why is this part of OneNote? Well, it's because, remember, OneNote is kind of like a little mini database is what you're building. Not a database in the way many of you have thought of databases like Access or, of course, not SQL. But it's a basically a, um, an object, and the object is your book. And you could put all kinds of other objects in there, uh, whether they be visual, audio, um, files, et cetera. They could be almost any formats can go right into your, uh, your notebook. And then it could be shared so easily and, and so simply. So that's all under the history. Then we have page versions. So what's nice is that you can actually disable history for this notebook or you can delete all versions. So you can have different versions. So when you make changes, the system actually keeps track of the versions. I think that's handy. That does drive some people nuts, and I understand that. Then you have notebook recycle bin. Empty recycle bin, disable history, or notebook recycle bin. If I go to notebook recycle bin, I can see it says you can't add sections to this notebook or section because it's read-only. Okay, so if I was to change that, then I would be able uh, to do that very, very easy and, uh, and, and very, very simply. Again, um, pretty easy. I can go back here. Uh, I have a very, very handy little uh, handy little thing here, and this is all done very easy, uh, very, very simple. And uh, you know, we created this little we created this little notebook here, and our thing is called Special Meal. So remember, you can traverse down from add a notebook, my notebook, open other notebooks. And the thing about notebooks is um, you can actually get them from from the uh, from the cloud, or you can use them right on your particular um, computer. Now, the thing about this is that as you work with a notebook, the nice thing is, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, there is no saving involved. When you make a change to it, the revision is created. There is no save. So very, very – you'll notice that, there, that the, the save button is gone. It, it's just not there. Any, it's not there. Uh, review. So review is just what you would think about. Uh, you have your spelling quadrant, your language quadrant, your section quadrant, your notes quadrant. Let's take a look at those. So when you're spelling, in your spelling quadrant, you have spelling. You have research. Uh, what's research? Very good question. You click on research. 
And what research will I do? Let's say I click on research and I type in, um, I don't know, I type in salad. Okay. Um, this, the most, probably the most important thing with this um, is when you type in research, you can actually go right to the right and you can actually type what you're looking for and it will try to find what's actually in your book. Very easy, very, very simple. So, um, you know, it basically lets you explore something further. You can use research as dictionaries, encyclopedias, and translators to get info you need. And all you have to do is try an online search. So we'll click on research one more time. And now we have OneNote basics, OneNote's place, and I can pick where it went. So I can type in here, I'm going to type something here called, uh, I don't know, dessert. Okay. And... Um, on my side here, it yielded eight servings level. So I'll go over here to the research bar, and I'm going to type in dessert. Okay. Let me just clear that out here. Now, what's handy is you have a drop-down bar, and you can actually choose maybe you want to do – so Bing is the default, obviously, it's Microsoft. You can use Encarta North America Dictionary, and now you can come right over here to where it's a search for this, and I'm going to type in dessert. And there you are, and you can very easily pull stuff in right from here. Okay, so that's what that's unique. That's not in Word, I know, but that's something in the spelling. It's kind of I would have called that tab. I don't know. I think I would have called it maybe spelling research thesaurus. I think I would have called it spelling. Um, I might have called it like document. I don't know, maybe document, uh, or maybe just. Maybe just maybe proofing something like that. Uh, spelling is proofing. Research is kind of like doing more. So maybe research and proofing might have been a good name for that. So there's only four quadrants. We have language. So here in language, you can do things like translate, translate selected text, translate the selected text into a different language. So you could pick it, and then translate will be sent over the internet in a secured format, and then the online services would actually translate your document. So this thing does a lot for just and then you can pick uh, set your proofing language by default your proofing language is set to English and again you have your little boxes or panes that appear you can click on the right and they disappear I click on the right again and my research box disappears from before so then we have something here called view we have normal view we have full view okay um, handy I can hit escape I can uh, to get out of that you actually don't hit escape you actually hit the top right X uh, and now if you hit the top right X, you would think that it's actually going to get you out of the screen, but I got some bad news for you. It's actually not going to get you out of the screen. It's actually going to get you out of the program, so I wanted to point that out to you. So right now we're in this, uh, this special thing here. Uh, so to go to normal view, you don't click the X, you click on the little uh, diagonal arrow up and down. Uh, well, not diag diagonal arrow, kind of pointing from top right to bottom left, and everything back. Like um, docked to desktop, and then your program is docked right to your desktop again. Uh, handy. So whatever you're doing, you do other stuff, and now you can work right into whatever whatever it is you're using. If I click on normal view, get a normal view, and now I'm back to where I was very easy. Very so OneNote is kind of like a companion product that can help you with uh, gathering information. Maybe you're building a scrapbook that you want to put together. Maybe you're trying to establish a timeline 
or maybe you're trying to compile some recipes, or you're trying to put together a process, but you need some outside documents to do it, and Word is good, but this does so much more than that for what we're trying to do. makes it very easy and very simple, simple to just basically take pictures and just pop them right in, or audios or videos, and pop them right into here. So you have new doc windows, uh, you have new window, you have new doc window, new quick note. And a new quick note is nice. You quickly jot down your thoughts in a new window. Uh, I can say, this is my first thought. There it is, and it's gone. Now, you probably wondered, where the heck did that go? Well, that's a very, very good question. So if you go to your desktop, you will actually see that you actually created a box. Okay, and the box that you created was this this little uh, note, this little note box here. This is my first thought. Now, if I go back to OneNote again, and let's say this time I create another OneNote, I'm going to say View, and I'm going to say another new Quick Note, and I'm going to say my second thought. Okay, so if I minimize that, I now have two basic. You know, it reminds me of have you ever seen those um, sticky pads? where a lot of companies make them 3M, et cetera. And, um, you know, you, you take the mark, it's kind of like the glue is very gentle, so whatever you apply to it's really not going to really damage anything because it's actually made to, to work like that. And, you know, it's very interesting because that was actually made by a mistake. Uh, that wasn't actually supposed to be what that was for. But when they made it, they found another use for it, and that's how um, – you know, and it's become very popular. 3M and other companies are making them, and you're able to just, you know, it's like a pad, and you can just take your note and pop it wherever you want to pop it. But this is great because you can make these boxes smaller. I can add to the existing note. I can add a new note right to it. And, again, it's a nice way of keeping electronic notes without having to put sticky paper all over your computer. Right? I think, I think that's kind of cool. Uh, so we've talked a lot tonight about OneNote. And to tell you something – OneNote is a program that I have to say I wasn't, let's say, enthralled to play with it at first. But after I started to look around and see what it could do, it's not just a bad program. A lot of people call OneNote a waste, and it's not a waste. It's a digital scrapbook with so much more. You can add meeting statuses. Uh, you can share information. You have that great, powerful screen clipper tool, and there's just so much you can do with it. A lot of people see OneNote as a annoyance. A lot of times if you go to, let's say, uh, another program and you do a printout, well, you can print right, right to OneNote. Let me just show you that. Let's say I go to – I'm going to go to Word, for example, and I'm going to go to print, and I'm going to choose OneNote as my printer this time. And when I choose OneNote – I can actually choose it and I can print right to my OneNote, uh, right to my OneNote uh, program uh, directly. Again, very easy, very simple to use. At the top, we have things like ribbon display options. You can do auto-hide ribbons, okay? Uh, we know how that works. The ribbons auto-hide when you're, when you're not uh, on them. You can choose an option like show tabs, okay? We can choose another option over here called um, – Show tabs and commands. Now, does everybody remember what show tabs and commands is? Okay, so if I was to click on the alt, it gives you the information. Now, if I was to do just show tabs, 
and I clicked on all, it would also show up. But what's nice is that if you did show tabs and commands, it actually gives you the command bar. So what one does is when you do the command, it actually it shows you your ribbon right below it. If I just chose show tabs, I actually have to click on home before it actually populates the bar. Okay. Um, I don't particularly like the auto hide ribbon. Um, I find it annoying because you have to go back and get it. But again, it's a personal preference. If you click on the font or you click on basic text, uh, excuse me, the font drop down arrow, you can pick what you want uh, very easily. Now you'll notice that there's no default set. Uh, there, ju there just isn't. Uh, you have items in OneNote, which you didn't really have in your other um, in your other program. It's, it's treated a little bit differently. Similar concept, but it is treated just a little bit differently. And it looks like uh, really another one break, isn't it? All right, ladies and gentlemen, you stay right where you are because we'll be right back after this quick break. Are you having challenges with your servers crashing? Having issues with large file transfers? Is your system always getting attacked by viruses and spyware? Or are your workstations always slow? Jmore is the solution. Jmore has nearly 20 years of experience helping small businesses to large corporations manage their technology. At Jmore, we specialize in engineering technology to grow your business. Watch out for those promising you support for a low price. When troubles arise, you want the expertise of the Jmore connection behind you to run your business while you get a good night's sleep. Visit us on the web today at jmore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, so we're having a very interesting conversation tonight about OneNote, the program that I will tell you nine out of ten people don't even bother to open and open it by mistake and like, oh, what's this? I don't want that on my computer. I don't know what that is. I don't need so How can you not need something if you don't know what it is? <laughs> I have to laugh at that, right? Uh, I think people just when they hear the name, I mean, OneNote has a name, but maybe it could have had a better name. I don't know. It's something that a lot of clients don't even want to bother learning. But if they would just get a quick 30-second intro to all the stuff they could do, like, wow, I have that. I have a clipper. I have all this stuff. Yeah, you have that all built into your computer, uh, all into your, into your Microsoft Office application. So I think it's something that you really need to give some credit to. And um, you know, we talk every week about different things, and we talk about technology, and we talk about OneNote, and we always try to have some personal uh, uh, correspondence in here, so we, we kind of learn. We're not just about technology. Uh, we're all people, and we want to learn, because unfortunately, we didn't get one of those manuals. Did you get one if you did email it to me? I think it was like a billion pages. I never got that manual that tells us uh, everything we're supposed to know on Earth. Anyway... I think what I want to share with you this week is um, difficulty and challenge just that come up. And that is um, two things. One, no matter who you are, what job you have, or what you do, respect is the most important thing. You can be the greatest at what you do. But if someone ever demeans you or disrespects you because they don't understand what you're talking about or they want to put you down, it doesn't have to be computers. It could be organization. It could be anything. People in our world, what I've learned is that they can be a little selfish. 
And what you know isn't so important to me because my job's more important to you. And I have to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. I think that's the wrong attitude. See, everyone is important in our world. Doesn't matter what they do, um, what their mission is, what their purpose is. Everyone is important. And to put someone down or to discredit someone or to demean someone or to say they don't know what they're doing, uh, that's disrespectful. Of course, using foul language and things like that is also disrespectful, but it's disrespectful to put someone down. And I think my two cents for you tonight is that if someone does put you down, what you have to remember is this, ladies and gentlemen, if you put up with it, you're an enabler. And that person's going to keep doing what it is they're doing. I'm not saying to yell at them. No. I'm just maybe going to say, say you know, um, you can make a joke and say, hey, um, somebody who maybe calls you by your last name and you find that disrespectful. Hey, whatever. Just say to them, you know, um, I'd really appreciate if you use my just my first name or you use Mr. in my last name or Ms. or Miss in my last name. Uh, I find that disrespectful. And they might say, oh, gee, oh, sorry, I didn't mean, didn't know that that offended you. And then if they keep doing it, what I find works really well is an email. Because in an email, you could send a general email out to a blanket of people. And this way you're not singling that one person out. And they kind of know who they are. So I think that's the moral of my story for tonight is respect. And if everyone would just give that respect, I mean, we all have challenges in life, okay? And I think I said to you before, it's not whether or not you have challenges, because we're all going to have challenges. That's life. Uh, Challenges actually help us become better people. I think what's really important is to understand one thing. Those challenges are not what's going to make someone hang with us or not hang with us, it's how we deal with those challenges, how we react to them. Because like I said to you, we're all going to have challenges. It's how we choose to deal with them. Because if you can deal with a particular challenge in a good way, in a positive way, and someone sees that around you, they know that, hey, wow, when something else happens, they're probably going to handle it exactly the same way. Hey, you know something else, ladies and gentlemen? You're not going to agree with everyone. I'm not going to agree with everyone. But you know one thing we have a right to do? We have a right to agree to disagree. And there's nothing wrong with that. What I want you to understand tonight is that respect is paramount to your success. The tables today are one way. And you may be on the other side of the table today. But tomorrow, next week, or next year, the tables may be flipped. And you may have the hand. So just remember that it goes back to the old saying, be nice to the people going up. Be nice to the people coming down. Be nice to the people going up. Because if you should be going down, they'll be nice to you. And then your trip going back up won't be so hard. 
I hope this has been useful and informative to you. Again, we value your feedback, and we hope that you've been enjoying our program as much as we've enjoyed putting it together for you. We have a lot of great things planned uh, for some of our next shows. Uh, coming up in July, we have some contests starting that are going to be taking us all the way through September. And just a lot of great things happening. One of the things that I want to share with you is this. When it when it comes to any kind of communication, there's one important thing to understand. Whether you're on a tech team, whether you're on a board, a not-for-profit board, a condo board, any kind of board or association, what's most important is to leave your ego at the door and to remember that we're all working together on a team. Why do I say that to you? If one tech does something, another tech doesn't like that. It's not a time to combat them. It's a time to work together so that us or the team or the techs can all work together and realize we're all here for the same purpose, to help the client at the end of the day. Sometimes we let our ego get in the way. And it's important to understand that the ego is going to come and go. But if we choose to pay attention to the team, we'll be more successful. If we choose to pay attention to our ego, we may not get the chance to be successful. This has been a great show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you have enjoyed uh, learning about OneNote as much as I have um, here started explaining it to you. And um, we'll look forward to another great show next week. So again, uh, this is John from the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show, and I've got to run. I hope you all have a wonderful week, and uh, hope you get some swimming in, and hope you start to enjoy this beautiful weather now that July is just around the corner. Take care, and have a wonderful week. From all of us at the Jay Moore Connection Incorporated, we'd like to thank you for listening tonight and invite you to join us again next Monday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to tell your friends and associates about the Jay Moore Radio Show and call in live. Be sure to call us early next time so you can get on air too. The Jay Moore Connection. We're engineering technology to grow your business and you can chat with us right now at jmor.com or call us at 800-208-5155. Thanks so much for stopping by and have a great night.